Welcome to The New Next, a podcast that addresses current events and how they will impact the future. Yeah, there's this is like a random kind of related to this, but there's been some really interesting Supreme Court cases recently, mm-hmm. and one of them was on... I don't remember the background of the case totally, but basically it was this guy was acting creepy, but harmless towards a country music star and was like emailing her or something. And then her manager looked it up, him up online and found that he had been arrested for like stalking or rape or something. So they charged them and threw him in jail for years. And he went to Supreme Court And basically the outcome of it was you actually have to intend to hurt someone to get arrested for it. So it wasn't, this was basically, she felt afraid because she created a story based off of stuff that wasn't specifically related to the information um, containing it. And this guy got put in prison for four years and it was around, you're not supposed to, taken someone's past into their current when it comes to the legal situation. So I thought that was very interesting because the framework that I provided with it is that free speech online is back again. And there's Alex Jones, for instance, is probably the biggest case that there is for this in recent years. But he, the Sandy Hook people are sued him for a trillion dollars or whatever. And they already got awarded something crazy, like billions or something, but there's a new suit. And that's all thrown out because you actually have to intend to cause harm to it. You can't be liable for something other people does. I don't know if the Alex Jones stuff will automatically be thrown out because... He has to charge and go to court for it. Also, that was a civil suit, not a criminal suit. But this, I would this be, reaffirmed online free speech, and that's what it relates to, the, and that's a core well, inalienable those, but, by, right under the Bill of Rights. Free speech for criminal is different than free speech civil, because they're not suing him. because He's allowed to have whatever opinions he wants to have. That that part didn't change. It's the fact that he purposely misled. That That's part of the intention factor, but that was a civil suit. If it was a criminal suit, because no charges got brought against him. When I read it back in the day, it was not, he, from what I understood was that it wasn't that he intentionally misled. He just didn't know. And there was that whole thing from the performance artists. He admitted on, he admitted in court, different thing. Either way, that's a civil suit, which has nothing to do with if they're, if the Supreme Court made a ruling regarding criminal intent. It wasn't criminal intent. Sure. But that's, that, the throwing somebody. But it is so criminal in the sense, I'm not, I don't know what you're, I'm talking about criminal law. If you throw someone in jail, then that's a criminal activity, whatever that's criminal law. Sandy Hook's lawsuit has nothing to do with criminal. It has to do with civil. Like when OJ Simpson was tried for the criminal case, he was found not guilty. 
but the family of the dude that he allegedly killed sued him and they won in court and they won that they basically bankrupt him because he was found right. civilly to be liable. But um, he doesn't have a right under the bill of rights to kill people. Well, Alex but, Jones has a right to free speech, right to speak what he feels based on what he feels and if other people take physical actions in the real world based on those words, he's not able to be held liable for that because you can't, you can't infringe, you can't get money for basically infringing for someone's well, rights. No, he which he is spread what, the lawsuit was the fact that he spread lies and stuff and he knowingly did it. But Regardless the outcome of, was that he was liable for the outcome of that. But they didn't actually have to prove that knowingly. They sued him for lying on his stuff. They didn't sue him because other people took actions. Yeah, but Um, you sue someone from the most extreme opinion, and then you come into the middle based on evidence. So the people that were suing him, I'm sure, I don't know, but I'm sure it had all this crazy stuff that made no sense, and then you basically work out in court. But from what I understood in the court filing is this basically is unless you're intending you're unless you're in a way let's see they sued him for slander and libel they didn't sue him for and the court found that he did whichever one i always get the two mixed up i believe it's slander if it's non-print and it's libel if it is print but his stuff was like they found that his motive and some of the things that they uncovered about the things that he had told his lawyers that they showed in court of all the things, like it was very clear that he was, um, he was intending to cause harm for the purpose of making money. And that is, that was, I, I, my determination was on the time. I thought he was just like, hello. He was basically like bullying people. No, but it was other um, people that actually did the threats. Well, like he wasn't threatening anybody. They weren't suing him for threats. They were suing him for what he said about things that were not true and that he knew that they weren't true. That's, and that's what they were suing him for. Yeah. But a trillion dollars. Like I just, that's not, there's the amount, certain rules. The amount doesn't matter. It, it, a, it, it does matter because there's a, a whole precedence based on guidelines and stuff. For And there's literally people that I know that work on medical cases. So if you get injured for X, okay, then well, this is so, a guideline for that. And same with libel. I know people that work in libel. And you have to actually show that there was physical, some sort of harm, tangible harm caused by you. And it's just like, even a billion dollars is insane for something. Maybe because you're, so I think you're talking a little bit about torts, but torts, not every state has the same limitation on torts as like Oklahoma. Oklahoma has a very small tort thing. So you can't win more than like a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know the exact amount, but it's a very small amount of money, which allows. This isn't, this is based on economics. Like they basically are like, They've valued a life. They're like, a life is worth $4 million or whatever. And then they've... Well, they're basing it... That's part of the calculation. Part of it's also because 
I don't. I really don't even want to get into this case, okay. but right. the the thing is that we um, don't really know anything about it. What, so the other thing that has to always be remembered: the Supreme Court only has power as long as the executive branch enforces that power. And if the executive branch does not enforce the power, it doesn't matter what the Supreme Court says. And this has happened multiple times over the years. The most famous one is Andrew Jackson, where they told him he couldn't do something. He's like, okay. And he kept doing it because (laughs) they had no power over him. And so whether it's student loans or whether it's Roe v. Wade being overturned, all that stuff, that has to do with the various executive branches enforcing what has happened. If they don't enforce it the way that the judicial system does it, at best, legislators can make new laws. And I, can- I, I think you're proving my point, though, because the Supreme Court is supreme over the jurisdiction that we're talking about. And if it's and, enforced, yeah, but this is specifically related to the type of stuff. I'm uh, saying so- the, the the thing with the stalker person, that is a completely different kind of reality than somebody that has a worldwide audience that hears the things being spewed for good or for bad. It's the reason why what happened at Fox News, the way that like Tucker Carlson got fired, but not everybody got fired. There's a, and I understand the fall guy stuff. I understand all, I'm not talking about that, but Fox News is still hired, held to a higher standard then if we say something on our podcast and if we have a thousand people that are listening or we have a hundred people that are listening, the ramifications of that, no matter how severe one of our listeners might take our advice and do something, is still not going to be the level of a Fox or a CNN or C- or ESPN. Those they're held to a higher accountability on that. And Alex Jones's following is much higher than a guy who sent emails saying that made a country singer uncomfortable. It's the same thing. It's not, but I understand it, why you think that. <laughs> legally, it is. No, like I, it's, it's hella scandalous, but because the person didn't get, you can't get stalking is a very hard thing to go to jail for. What he probably went in jail for was harassment. To a, I would have to look at all the different court stuff and everything. Yeah, you can look on Scotus blog. They like I don't go. It's like the main blog on the Supreme Court cases. So it was June 29th, I think, their blog post that they posted on it. And then it was a, it was an article, it referenced an article from Taylor Lorenz, who's like a social media person that I guess is, I don't know, but, um, cool. but, but she broke it down in there on how it basically would give a pass for people like him. It, it could, yeah. but. Again, it has to do with enforcement. Um, but you just have to litigate it in court. And if you're, if you run a media institution and you've got a billion dollar plus settlement already against you, you either have to pay it to them or you can use some lawyers to fight your case. So I don't. If he's already I'm, settled, it's not going to matter either no, way because he was convicted of it. So he didn't settle. Like I like. He are you talking about Alex Jones or are you talking yeah, about the stalker? I'm talking about Alex Jones. And the other guy was, con- or he lost a civil trial, Alex Jones did, I believe. Like he didn't agree to a billion dollar settlement, I don't think. And then this other guy got put in prison for it. And then I thought I read that there was like a trillion dollar 
So jury awards nearly one billion in Sandy Hook families in Alex Jones case. And then there is a a trillion dollar lawsuit filed to prove Sandy Hook was staged. So they're basically like they're basically like this person didn't have good information and had an opinion. So they're like, you were wrong. And so he was award $1 billion for falsely claiming the massacre was a hoax. So that's not anything to do with libel. No, it had to do with defamation. And the reason why the verdict went the way it did is because he refused to give information. He withheld information, evidence for over two years. And that's part, that's the reason why they, and he kept on refusing. But that's illegal. You charge him for that separately. And that's what he got charged with that separately as well. So the families say that they suffered a decade of harassment and death threats from people who believed the bogus claims. So they don't actually claim, there's no claim that Alex Jones directly Are you looking at the court documents? I'm reading Reuters, a breakdown of it okay. from 2022. So you're not looking at, and I'm not. So like in their, in their filing Friday, the families offered various methods of calculating punitive damages in similar cases. They said by one metric, they could be entitled to 2.75 trillion based on the number of articles, impressions, Info wars, wars, false news stories garnered. So they're basically translating like criminal libel to social media posts and then interpreting that was directly libelous and intentional on them. I just, I think there's, there's more to a, it than, than, there's more to it though than what even you're reading because he also had court rulings in Texas that where he, admitted in a deposition that the shooting did occur and was not staged. And he did that for specifically the parents of two separate children that were killed at Sandy Hook. So it's more complicated than just what either of us have been saying so far, but it's not. But, but to, it's not the UK. This is the US. You have to intentionally prove that he had information that he knew for a fact that he was wrong and he continued to do it anyways. That's the legal standard in the U.S. for something like that. When he it, admits in a deposition that the shooting did happen for something that he said was staged the whole time, that part is true. And, of course, he's not yeah. going to admit that he caused harm because he doesn't want to be liable. But I'm just saying he – I'm like, I don't fucking know anything about this. And I don't know anything really about him. But I'm just saying, <laughs> based on what you're saying in the court – like, I know what I read on this because it's interesting – case but i don't know like the background i don't know what alex jones said or anything like that but everything i'm reading here is basically he said something someone else did something and never been the the bar in the u.s until donald trump came around a couple years ago and everybody started going after everybody i'm glad that you don't know a lot about it but the stuff that he constantly, it wasn't just a fact of what others may or may not have done. It's what he did every day or almost every day, definitely every week for over 10 years. 
and constantly reporting falsehoods. And we can get into, there's a lot of stuff that the U.S., specifically the FDA, because well, of I'm, how slow they are. No, they're, I'm just saying, like, this, like, the legal system, you make claims, and then you hash that, those claims out in court. Their claims... Basically, but I, I don't want to base it been, just on what an article says. I'd rather look at the court documents. Um, but this lists out the claims that were in the court documents. That they put out there. Yeah. So this is the claims of the prosecutor. So when I file a patent, I have a set of claims. And then uh, my claims are evaluated based on the information I provide to back right. up those claims. But we're not and talking about patents. <laughs> but this is the same process our entire legal system is based off, off of. And the whole Bill of Rights was meant to protect stuff like this. So you couldn't just have people like Donald Trump. Donald Trump's notorious for suing people. Or Bill Gates, notorious for legal maneuvers or using your power to crush people that can't afford lawyers. And I think, I don't think he's a great example because yeah, I don't know. I probably know more about him from listening to Joe Rogan talk to him a couple times, but where he talks about how he fell on his head and <laughs> got brain damage. But I just, that's like a I, convenient story, yeah. but I'm just saying, I see like tactics like this used all the times to okay. try to cancel people that okay but that you're comparing yeah. it from rich what rich people are doing to continue to win as opposed to several families who the, were blatantly the bill of rights it, are it, there it, to protect language even when it's not convenient well, and it protects no, people the, like no. bill of rights is not there to protect language it's to protect people but we've expanded that to to protect corporations we can go to the mm -hmm. semantics Semantics, that's what law is semantics. Well, and I mean, I also, when I hear that, and I understand you're not doing, I'm hoping you're not doing it for this case, but in my personal life over the past two weeks, a person said something very clearly, like it's in type. It's not, there's not a question about whether they said it. And then they're like, well, you're just arguing semantics. And that's a way of people, and I'm not saying you, I'm hoping not you. It's maybe a way I, that, huh? Maybe I don't understand what that term means. Semantics I'm, has to do with the intent, and it's well. Most so, of the, most of the people that use semantics as an excuse that to get out of an argument or to stay the argument, it's semantics are important. It's just it's not important whenever someone is losing and they use that as an excuse. And I don't think, and I don't think you're that kind of person. Or if you're just doing it to be an a hole, then congratulations. <laughs> no, I was um, probably just careless with my speech. Uh, and that's also part of the problem is that careless speech I, might be maybe I could reframe it like George Mason is a grandfather of mine and this is like core to the foundation of a lot of people's beliefs is that you should be able to speak truth power and the Quakers always believe this it was like to actually have the circle of friends, you need to have authentic speech where you could speak it out and people, I think maybe the whole premise of this conversation is bad and really to go back is I feel maybe in the last 10 years, 
that as someone that doesn't really spend a lot of time on social media, I see a lot of things in the real world where it looks like people are using the legal system to go after people. And it may be fine and funny when you see, I don't know, some politician that's rich and also a politician, maybe like Mike Bloomberg or something, when he was a politician, have to pay out uh, $30 million in legal fees. But that tactic is used 99% of the time to shut up people that literally can't afford to get legal right. counsel. And, exactly. and, I completely agree with that, yeah. which is why specifically Alex Jones does not fit that same category because Alex Jones made all his money off of fear mongering, which is a whole other separate category, but, but, but he could protect himself. Equally. Okay. Supply but there, the but right now there's not protection for the people that can't provide those services. So if I saw some, if I worked for a government institution and I got fired for something for stupid, I'm not going to have the money unless I go and campaign and stuff to show how my firing or my termination was, I'm not going to have the money to hire the legal staff that are going to be able to do a good job to be able to show that I was um, terminated unlawfully. I just, I don't, I'm too, I would be too low level of a government employee. Whereas somebody that's the head of a department, the person who's our head of the U S department of labor or the department of transportation, they have the money and the resources to get lawyers to do all that. Alex Jones had money to do all that. But when Alex Jones does those same kind of slap cases, because that's what a slap case, that what Donald Trump has done, what several of the billionaire plus people have done, the Koch brothers, Bill Gates, uh, pretty much the probably every single person that we hear of that's in charge of a company and as <laughs> well as we think is good. But and the hundreds, of, one, and the hundreds of ones that we don't hear about that are also billionaires. Yeah, um, totally. They use slap cases as a way to try to divert and it's legal right now, but just because it's, it follows the letter of the law does not mean that it's right. Yeah, and, I know. And I will say this, I'm for the spirit of the law more than I am for the letter of the law because of lots of different reasons the spirit of the law that went in favor of the Sandy Hook victims was correct. Now, the letter of yeah. the law with the changes that have come with the Supreme Court, maybe that will change, but that's not the spirit of what, what Alex Jones specifically has done over and over again has been purposely putting out false information that he well, I mean, shares yeah. in a deposition, that he shares in voicemails that get recovered to his, it's not, it's not, it's just a conspiracy with no basis. There is basis for these arguments. Believes it. I think that's, no, he doesn't. That's the thing there. That's the case that they try to use them because, oh, okay. I'm in I, trouble for this. So I'm going to I think go we all come in. back to this because I like, and actually give a chance to look at the case and stuff. Cause I, I don't like it when <laughs> neo-Nazis get, and stuff like that get defended by the ACLU. But I understand it and I appreciate that they do it, basically. And it's there's so much effed up stuff in this country that I don't think is going to ever be fixed by just continuously going after people. And that's just the culture that I see these days. Because the people that actually need people to go after them don't have any accountability. 
And I think we talked about last time. It's just, I don't want to go into it, but it's just people screw up like big time. They got caught with little kids or something like that, where they're literally like, or murdering someone. And people are like, oh, they do good stuff. So they get a pass. And, and it's, I don't, I don't hear that kind of stuff. So that's a different world than I participate in. Well, I, people like Alex Jones are the ones who need to be held accountable for what they do and say, and they might give millions of dollars to charities and stuff. We already know that Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates do that same thing. But what about like our president though? I'm not, but they're literally, I'm not not bringing in a political thing on this. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying it starts at the top. And when people see people literally doing money transactions that may or may not be illegal, but are literally tied to war zones. And, okay, but and, we've already talked, yeah, I've already talked about that. Though. I'm not reducing the accountability for the president. But I'm, um, I'm just saying that the people that we go after are small potatoes. If you'd like to learn more about the new next podcast, find us at the new next podcast.com where you can suggest a topic you would like for us to cover. If you enjoyed what you heard, share the podcast, tell a friend about it, or rate us with five stars. 